getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. Getting to like you. Getting to hope you like you. Welcome to Getting to Know Woo. I'm Natasha Levenger, a professional intuitive reader, energy healer, and inner child healing expert. After being raised with extreme narcissism, I found talk therapy was helpful, but it wasn't until I found energy and inner child healing that I was able to break free of family patterns that cut me off from knowing and loving my true self. I'm passionate about dispelling the rhetoric that these kinds of tools are impractical and ineffective. And in this podcast, I will be sharing how actually beneficial and transformative they are. My husband and producer, Brett, will be joining me in conversation, and we will be welcoming experts along the way. I'm excited to have you here. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Getting to Know Will. Right? Welcome. Yes, definitely welcome. Absolutely. I was listening to a lady, I guess people often say right, like when they're talking. Have you ever mm-hmm. met people who do that? I'm sh- Maybe I do it, but I was. I mean, I f- yeah, I feel like it's not, I mean, I don't know that I don't do it or even that you don't do it. Right. I That's would trust you. If, yeah. 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 I I just happened to notice, especially in this workshop I was listening to, where she was saying right before she said anything, and I, like, <laughs> I, I don't it was know, throwing me off. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we haven't come up with a name for this segment. Maybe that's something we really need to do, just yep. to you know, for our Virgo and Capricorn listeners, get some <laughs> structure here, driving them crazy. Although you are a Cap Moon. How do you feel about structure? Do you oh, feel you need I, it? I feel that I need it very much and mm. have a very hard time implementing it. Mm. Like, like if, it, well, for example, um, I well, we've talked a number of times about like making the structure for the kids, for our family, much oh, more yeah. rigid, yeah, like like well defined. Um, right. And the I definitely feel the same need for my work schedule, um, mm. but and I can come up with those structures. But sticking to them is uh, next to impossible for me at the moment anyway. This is why I kind of dream of having an assistant or sometimes, I mean, not dream. I'm not like (laughs) that's way out of my uh, reach. But just like sometimes I do dream of like, hmm, do I need an assistant? But because that assistant might be able to keep me on track with like ideas I'm having and so that I. Because I have a lot of ideas, and then I have a hard time structuring and then following through on them. What would you imagine the assistant doing to help that? Oh, um, well, just like answering emails and organizing things. Like maybe I could send them a list of my ideas as I get them, and then they could put them in different lists. I categorize. Yeah, categorizing. What if you had an app where you mm-hmm. could just as easily as emailing your assistant, jot mm-hmm. it down and throw a few tags on it for uh, for putting it into various lists? That sounds hard. You saying that, I feel like, how does that even that happen? Feels I don't exhausting. Even know. Yeah, very <laughs> exhausting. But if I, I think because one of my, um, like my core values is connection. Mm-hmm. 
the idea of having an assistant to tell them my idea, it feels like, oh, we're connecting. And that feels inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> and see. then she's going to, or he or they are going to write it down or whatever, organize it. And then we're going to talk and then that will feel like more connection. And isn't mm. that nice? Really what we're all after. Yeah. Well, uh, me anyway. Well, you and hopefully you know, your assistant. I am curious, and maybe listeners can email us. Do you know, do you have a list of your core values? Do you know what they are? Um, and I just would like to know what our listeners' core values are. I'd be curious to hear. Yeah, yeah. I do would you know be what yours are? Know that. Like if I um, were to say a few of four. Um, I have worked them out in the past. I don't mm -hmm. have them readily um Available, available to list yeah okay. i mean i could think about it for a second but i'm not sure that would be good podcasting <laughs> you you don't remember i know i remember one of yours is family i think yeah family creativity animals mm -hmm. um there's another one uh mm -hmm. i don't remember um, don't you think animals goes under family i mean certainly there's an argument for that in our family but no i don't because okay. for example we have a giant spider living in one of our windows that i can't bring myself to displace and it's not part of our family maybe it is anyway this segment is called something like things we're excited about this week <laughs> yeah do 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 that's me being excited. So, <laughs> what you are you? You sound a lot like someone impersonating an electric guitar when you're excited. Mm -hmm. What about you? Uh, well, I'll tell you, one of the things that I'm most excited about is that we just got a um, subscription that allows us to watch um, Hallmark holiday movies together. Yeah, we like to do that. Or I like yeah. to do that. Do you like to do it? I like to do that with you. You would watch them on your own and yeah, enjoy definitely. them in their own right. I Well, enjoy them in... I mean, I realize a lot of them are bad, but I love feeling in that holiday spirit. <laughs> it makes yes. me so happy. So in that I, sense, it doesn't matter what they're doing for the yeah, most part. Wait, what who's doing the, the people in the, <laughs> the script <laughs> as long as there's like oh, ornaments and mm -hmm. like holiday things mm -hmm. around yeah. yeah no i mean i i would say that i enjoy that they are a um like an indicator of uh holiday times um oh. but i my primary enjoyment of them is uh just watching low production value movies with you like they're yeah, just very fun, fun to yeah. It's or TV shows sometimes. like Chesapeake Shores. Yes. I want wow. to call it Chores. Jessica, Chesapeake Shores. <laughs> Chesapeake Chore Chart. Yeah, it's sad that's over. I feel sad. Um, and also we like watching QVC. I mean, that's also oh. a delight for similar wow. reasons. For similar reasons. Oh, yeah. Although it's also a little sad, but mostly it's enjoyable. You Why sad? Well, the people call in and they do, they're usually elderly and they usually will drop somehow in the conversation about like a KitchenAid mixer that their wife died recently or, yeah. you know, they, I don't know, they are suffering from 
a disease. They don't yeah. know how much longer they have. They, <laughs> but they, they really... love that KitchenAid mixer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm going to do this briefly, but I do have something this week that I'm excited about. I don't know if I'm going to be well, able to say this briefly, but I'm well, going to try. Right. Well, okay. So what I want to say is that I have become reacquainted with an old method that I used to use that I kind of came to, well, I didn't kind of, I came to it myself, like no one taught it to me. Yeah. Where, well, okay, I'll say what it is. But then I, (laughs) okay, I came across (laughs) it recently because apparently people are doing it, this like reworking memories, like it's a Mm -hmm. thing that some kind of, I don't know if he's a psychologist or, or what, um, has put a, put it to use with his clients and stuff. And so anyway, there is now um, a field around it. Is that what you oh, call wow. it? A field of sure. study around it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I came to it myself. So what I, this is what it was. So 30 years ago, I used to audition for things because I wanted to be an actor. And I was terrified. I was extremely shy and scared and all of this stuff. So I was like, oh, my God, there's no way in the world I'm ever going to feel comfortable in that situation. But what I did was this technique, and this isn't what they do, this part, but I would fill myself up with light and then I would imagine (laughs) like what I was going to do. I would kind of visualize it in light, like whatever the memory, not the memory, but the event in light. Okay. And then I would replace, like I would see myself going to the audition and I would be terrified. So I'd stop, like almost like put a timer on it, like if I was watching something, I'd pause. Right, like pause it, right. And then I'd put the feeling in my body before that I would get really clear about what I wanted to feel, of how I wanted to feel. And then I'd press play again on the visualization, filling it with light. And anytime I felt any kind of anxiety, even the teensy, I'd stop it. And go back and put the feeling back in my body. And I did that repeatedly until I could get through the whole visualization a couple or times or more where I just could feel myself be in that audition and feel great. And it worked. I couldn't believe it. I went to the audition and I was like, what is going on? I I used to tear myself up going to auditions. Like, yeah. And it totally worked, but because I didn't have the inner child stuff to back it up, I started to doubt it. Really, what happened was I mm. had an inner child part that was like, this can't be real. You're wrong. Or what, da, 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 da. But I didn't know how to deal with that at the time, um, like to basically not spiritually bypass. So I didn't know how to deal with mm. it. And then I just doubted it, doubted it. And then it stopped working because I didn't have enough experience. You know what I mean? Like right, times where I was yeah. doing it. Um, but now I, I'm realizing like with the inner child thing, but so I can also use it in the past. So this is the last thing I'll say. So <laughs> when I, <laughs> when I went, cause we have an interview in a little bit mm. with Jenner Linden, which was really fun, but okay. So what I did was, so last week I got this email from my editor, um, of my book, Healing Your Inner Child. I um, <laughs> felt really bad. I basically had an emotional flashback when I got this email. I like went back into the past of feeling a flood of feelings. I won't go into them, but um, and I talked to my inner child and I felt really better about it. But still, when I would think about this email, I would 
I'd have to keep talking to my inner child about it again, which is fine. I mean, sometimes this happens and it's just a process. But I was like, wait a minute. What if I use this technique to speed it all up? So I put the feeling in my body of how I wanted to feel, which was like Oprah. (laughs) And (laughs) Oprah is just like, of course, everything's fine. These people are lucky to have me. This is a good <laughs> book, obviously. When is Gail coming over for dinner? And then <laughs> I just felt the feeling and put it in light, you know, kept putting it in da 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 and I feel so much better. I still want to do a couple more passes, but now when I think about it, I'm calm. When you think about having read that email. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I'm just amazing. like, oh, yeah. There's still some underlying stuff that I want to iron out, so to speak. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, you know, when you have a lot of, I mean, I was just raised with so much of the stuff that it's like, yes, I obviously love inner child work and it's important, but sometimes you have to like go back and yeah. really add the expansion piece. Yeah. So that's what I'm excited about. That's what I'm excited about. Yeah, well, I, is this different in any significant way from reprogramming that you've talked about before? Um, well, reprogramming meditations, which I do have a couple of them, it is very similar. You're getting what you go back into the past and you're in this visualization and the way I do it, there's lots of light, which I really do believe helps so much. And you reimagine the situation happening in a different way. I see. So like you got what you needed or whatever. And that is very powerful. And it is very similar. The difference, I guess, is this is more like um, you don't even you're I'm not going into meditation necessarily to do it. I, I can even just think about it. Think of myself in light and think about it and put the Oprah feeling in the body. <laughs> Boom. Which is different than basically recreating a different right, memory. Right, right, yes. All told, I mean, you are, yeah, it's, it overlaps. Yeah. Okay. There's overlap. Okay. Great. Anyway, this is something I'm doing and I'm even really, I was like, oh, I should make a meditation about it and maybe even do like a mini workshop or something um, to lead people through it and, and help people. Yes. You talked about it in your um, newsletter this week, didn't you? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. No. I don't know. Anyways, that's a good segue to subscribe to my newsletter because there are certainly lovely nuggets in there. That sounds gross, but they're in there. Hashtag lovely nuggets. (laughs) Maybe I should rename my newsletter (laughs) lovely nuggets. (laughs) I both wish you would and wouldn't. So, yeah, you'll put the link to sign up for my newsletter. You do get three meditations when you um, sign up. They're real helpful. Thank you. Um, and before we get to Jenner's um, interview, um, also, you can now pre-order my book, The Aforementioned Healing Your Inner Child. I don't think the artwork is up there yet. I don't know. Still not. Not last time I looked. Um, but it's still, it's me, I promise. Um, <laughs> you can go, you can find me on the TikToks and the Instagrams at Highest Light Healing. I really mm. love making reels. I'm becoming better friends with Instagram. It's not, you know, obviously social needs is a little, has issues, but I really enjoy making the reels. They make me happy. Um, and I teach a lot on there. So if you would like that content, go for it. And if you'd like <laughs> to schedule a reading with me, 
where I intuitively look on an energy level at the core issues, and then we um, have a healing and give you tools, etc. You can find all that out on my website, High Slate Healing. So, Brett, would you please give us an introduction to our guest, Jenner Linden? Oh my God, I'd be happy to. <laughs> Jenner Linden is a creative mentor, speaker, and co-creator of The Wild Ones, a series of nationwide holistic workshops with a focus on bringing you experts that empower and promote well-being. As a creative mentor, Jenner teaches you tools to confidently be yourself, set inspired actions, launch a creative project or business, and radically transform your life and business. And here is our interview. Jenner, we are so excited to have you on today, and we are going to be talking, excuse me, about a subject I'm fascinated with. I'm sort of, I realized actually just today with my ADHD that one of my hyper focuses is business is, and right now my business, I'm like obsessed with the spiritual element of it, and then also the practical element of it, and um, we were talking about um, your various businesses and your different perspectives. So I wanted to yeah, have you on to talk a little bit about that. So can you, I guess, start with right now you have, tell them what you tell our listeners, what it is that you are doing right now, your current business. Yeah. So right now I have a company that is called the wild ones. We are a membership and we have, um, it's this, it's an amazing membership. I've just, I'm, I've been doing it for about almost two years now and it mm-hmm. blows my mind. Um, the people that come in and we have tons of experts that come in like Natasha, you've been one previously doing some, uh, inner child work. And then and I'm have- coming again to do an energy yes. healing one. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's right. At the end of the, at at the end of November. Oh Mm -hmm. my gosh. I'm so excited about that. Like the practical of energy for the holidays and beyond to really help people. It's yeah, that's going to be so good. Um, so yeah, we offer different classes for people on essentially wherever they're at in their spiritual self-development, emotional intelligence, just their like journey of yeah. what I like to say is um, living from our core rather than our conditioning. Mm-hmm. So really like, you know, shedding those ideas of what we think, we're, how we're supposed to be, who we're supposed to be, you know, really brought on to us from all these societal you know, beliefs, I think right yeah. now our world is like massively shaking up. So to be able to offer okay. this space for people to really just be themselves and really just get to know, like, what does that even mean anymore? Yeah. You know, like, how yes. do I really get down to it? Like, how, what does that really mean to make money? Oh, I don't have to go get this massive degree and work for somebody for the rest of my life until they steal my pension. And then I have nothing or whatever yeah, it is. I really I mean, feel it's like, like we're I really yeah, we're really just, opening up our ideas of what that is. And so that's what the Wild Ones membership is. It's a space for people to come to and and have different teachers and different um, experts come in to share things. We do Kundalini yoga. We do shadow work. We do embodiment. Um, yeah. Astrology, tarot. We have like, we have over 150 practices and workshops yeah, in there. Very abundant. I was just going to say, yeah. this is a tangent, but as far as like having... Um, 
did I can't remember if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but it's this I've Gen Z and to some extent millennials are really changing the way that people are looking at um, at careers like you don't have to there's less stock in um, having a degree just for the um, respect reason like it's amazing I'm not against education obviously but (laughs) there's less stock in that and more like what is it that's driving you what do you want to do and I love that. But anyway, so you, this is one of many businesses that you have had. So I'm <laughs> want to talk about your and successful one. So I want to talk about your journey there and how that shifted for you. Yeah. Like maybe oh what gosh. was your it's, first business? <laughs> it's been an amazing journey, but I definitely started out with thinking I have to go to college. Mm-hmm. I have to do that and get the job and do the thing. So I did, I went to film school. Of course it was very different because that's just me in general. And I'm not like a filmmaker, like this is not even, (laughs) I just knew that I wanted to do something creative and with my hands and just like, I just wanted to be different. I just wanted to do something totally different. So I went into film school and my family's like, what are you doing? (laughs) I don't know. This is what I'm supposed to do, right? Go to college. Um, So I did that. And then I started working with NBC and it was, um, it was kind of that dream job. Like the NBC affiliate here in Minnesota is a, is a really big organization. It's like one of our biggest news stations here. Um, but it was literally the most depressing time of my life wow. because I had been inundated with the news the whole time. Oh, like, I can't wow. imagine what those people are going through right now in the past 20 years. Oh. I mean, this is back um, a while back. And actually at the time we had some red lake shootings, which is our reservation here in Minnesota. We had some shootings there. And I remember creating the graphics of like shooters and, you know, the maps of like, I did all the graphics for the the newscast. And I was just like, my heart was just like dripping. I'm like, Oh, I can't do this every day for the rest of my life. I got to go do something different. And I eventually just ended up leaving, selling all my stuff, moving to California. Mm. You know, I remember like throwing out my winter coats on the way there. <laughs> coats. Yeah, my Minnesota accent's coming up. <laughs> Being so excited about it though. Just like, oh my gosh, I'm never gonna have to wear these again. Oh my <laughs> gosh. That's so funny. But there's where I fell into the world of transformational work. I mean, it just mm. like, you know, West Coast, right? Come yeah. on. It's its own little bubble. <laughs> it's own little bubble of I transformation. I grew up there, so I understand. Yeah. So I felt on that um rabbit hole uh you know willingly was very happy to, very happy that I found that and it really sent this trajectory of what my life is now and so after that I I started dabbling in a lot of things I did a film festival I did um it was called spoken word cinema we had hmm. Uh, local poets read their poems and then filmmakers had 48 hours to create a cinematic interpretation of the poem when I was in Colorado. So we did it at the Boulder theater there and it was just, it was amazing. It was so much fun. Yeah. So I wanted to, before um, we started um, recording, we were talking about how you were running. I mean, you didn't put it this way, but running a lot of masculine energy in order to be creating this, Mm -hmm. all of these things. Um, And were you aware of that at the time? Mm -mm. No. 
No, okay. not at all. Yeah. So it wasn't not, not even a tiny bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but it was helpful for you to have success. And then I'm interested in the shift, like when you did notice it and all of that. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah. So I did all these little fun things that never, I mean, they were fun and they were big, but they were never a ton of money. And then I started working for okay. a construction company. Oh, that was one of my last full-time jobs, which is the weirdest thing for me to get into because most things that I did were like super fun and really big and out there. But this this actually was really great for me because I learned literally, um, I mean, I'd already been doing a lot of work in nonprofit and things like that. So I did, if anyone knows nonprofit, you like wear a million hats. And Mm. so you're learning all the things, the marketing, the reaching out to people, you know, sales, yeah. all the, it's just like, there's, there's no so money. much of that. Sure. But in this company, I really got to do that within an organization. I was, I hired and I fired and I did the books and I did oh. the, I mean, I did every, I mean, I literally did everything in this company because the owner was more of a construction guy that wanted to start a company. And I was somebody that knew how to run a business. So I brought that into the space, Mm -hmm. but we had very different ideas of what we thought, you know, how it should go. And eventually I had enough confidence. I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go, I'm going to go take all this spiritual stuff that I love, that I do all the time Mm -hmm. that I've been trained in like, you know, 10 different modalities by this point. I'm like, I'm going to go do my own and go do some coaching. Mm. So I started out on that journey and I did that for a couple years. Like and where you was, were a personal coach, like you were like a life coach. Is that what you mean? Yeah. I actually did love coaching. Oh yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> that like, was like uh, one of the biggest transformations for me. So I thought, okay, that feels really good for me. And I know what it took to, for oh, that process for me to yeah. connect more deeply with myself and understand myself before really putting myself out there for bringing in someone else. So that's what I did. That's what I did first. So was that more, that was your own personal business? Like you were a personal coach. What, what do you think like to set up that business as someone who has a wellness business myself, did, do you feel like you were still running a lot of masculine energy in terms of getting things done? You do. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I mean, I already was starting to integrate. I mean, for a while, self-love practices and taking baths and taking care of myself and Mm -hmm. journaling and doing like kind of more open creative space things. Mm -hmm. But when I thought about, I, when I would do those things, I always kind of thought that I should be doing something else. I should be doing Mm. marketing. I should Uh... be writing. I should be doing ads and putting out emails and doing all the, you know, things that we're supposed to do to find our clients. Mm. So I kind of kept doing and doing, I even created a challenge and I created a group coaching and I cre- mm. like just kept going and going. Was it and successful I some, though? I mean, it what wasn't, it, it was successful. I had some success with okay. it. It wasn't anything that, you know, I was like, could go off on my, you know, quit my day job. Not that I had a day job, <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't like, I'd be like, and I made it, you know, yeah. it wasn't like that kind of success, but it yeah. was, there was some success there. Okay. Um, and so, you know, I decided this was like, this was the big moment for me. This is when everything really shifted is when I really got connected with what I wanted to do. And the, the cool thing at this time, it had been about three years of doing this coaching. I had also started 
um, doing in-person events with, I started a meetup essentially. Um, And we were doing in-person events, just like we're doing with the wild ones, but the wild ones is online. mm -hmm. And so this was like, um, we were doing it in Minneapolis. I'd have different experts come in, same kind of thing. We did one or two live events every month for like three years Mm -hmm. and it grew really big. I think we were up to, um, 2000 people, something like that years, which is really great. Yeah. Really great. Like they would come 2000 people would come to, no, not to the events, but like we're part of the meetup and then got it. Got it. And And then then we'd have like 30 people come to the events. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we did these live events and I always kind of joke that the only thing that I was really good at doing consistently consistently was live events which who does that they're like so much work I don't (laughs) even know because I've never done it and I'm I'm happy that I did because that's what I realized is what I really loved doing I really Mm. loved connecting with different experts I really loved the group component of it I liked learning myself that was like really fun to like continually learn and learn and anyone that's an astrologer. I have my career or my Gemini is in my 10th house with Jupiter. So oh, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> that means the 10th house is the house of career uh-huh. and Jupiter is like the most expansive. What's that? Big energy, right? Yes. From big, oh yeah. Look at you knowing that. It's also <laughs> supposed to be. Things up. Yeah. <laughs> it's also like the, I think, isn't it like the planet of blessings? Like it's supposed to um, yeah, good luck and blessings. Yeah. And, yep. like, mm-hmm. yeah, it like amplifies that. Yeah. yeah. And Gemini's yeah. like communication. And yeah, anyway, that's a very brief <laughs> way to <laughs> describe it. Just a, the, And I like to think of Gemini as kind of the one that's like always in their head. And it's always totally. like, you got to have oh a lot of God. different things kind of going on at the same time. And- so fast. It's very, very like so many yeah. it can really lead to a lot of anxiety if i yeah and really creative this very yes, very creative that's the positive just since we're talking about this what is your sun moon and rising i feel like i knew yeah that. so my sun and my rising are virgo and then oh. my moon is taurus oh wow and then that the rest of my major planets are in well gemini and then oh. uh the other three are in libra so venus mercury and mars are all in libra so i actually have quite mm-hmm. a bit of error even though my three majors are earth. Yeah. I guess that maybe, yeah. The organizing and the structure that's very, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So now that we did that, go on. So you, uh, where did we leave that? Um, so you, Oh, you were a bunch of people were coming. It was all in person. Yeah. So I really, I essentially realized that what I really loved doing was what I was doing with the events, but there was no money in it. Like it was just oh. like, it, there wasn't really producing anything other than oh. more clients. So mm-hmm. it kind of was really crazy for me to do anything with my coaching business. Cause it had already been doing really good, but I mm-hmm. decided to stop. Like I literally was like, this is my last oh, group wow. coaching of my program. I called it heart at the time. Mm-hmm. And my husband was like, what are you doing? Like that doesn't even make any sense. You put so much work into this. It's such a great program. You're getting results. Like, what are you doing that for? I'm like, it's not it. It's just, uh, it's not it. This isn't fueling me. This isn't something I want to wow, do for the rest yeah. of my life. That's really... I want to do these events and I want, I don't even know what it looks like. Like I just yeah. let it go. I was like, oh, I don't know wow. what this looks like, but there's something mm. here and I'm just going to keep doing it. 
and it's going to come. Mm. And that's kind of where that, that openness, you know, and being yes. open to receiving whatever is going to come through with that, that and really also, started shifting things. Yeah. The leading with the intuition, as opposed to just like steamrolling ahead and being like, okay, no, this is working. So I have to do it. Right. And even then, were you con- at that point, were you conscious like, oh, I need to, um, or, oh, I'm noticing this flow, this receiving as opposed to the, you know, just going ahead. Yeah. Well, actually what happened right after that is my girlfriend invited me on this event that was in San Diego. So we were in Minnesota and it was like in January, this is January, 2020 now. So you did (laughs) buy some more coats. You left that part out, Jenner. You had to re... Yeah, yeah. I've moved a lot (laughs) (laughs) since San Diego. I've lived in Colorado and I've lived here and then back to Colorado and back to you. (laughs) Okay. So there are coats. You're warm. Yeah, I'm warm. (laughs) Getting to know winter coats. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love coats. When I lived in California, boy, did I miss coats. Very, I do not miss coats. I like light fall coats, but heavy winter coats. Yeah, I guess we don't really have that kind of winter. We've never lived anywhere that we had to contend with the winter that you do. No, that's yeah. You're like you're like walking around. (laughs) (laughs) People can't see me, but it's like your arms are way out, and you're like, "How do I fit in?" Oh yeah, (laughs) that's rough. All right, you point taken. Oh, I guess this isn't about coats. So, um, yeah. Okay. So you restriction of code. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so she, your friend told, asked you to go to San Diego. You were saying. Oh yeah. Not moved to San Diego. It was an event that was happening in San Diego. It was like a, a women's business kind of conference thing. And I was like, sure. Middle of January, I'm down with getting, you know, warm in San Diego for a little bit. Yeah. And when I went to that event, I went with the intention of meeting people that I could possibly bring on to the wild ones. I already kind of had this idea and I, even though I wasn't really sure what it was. So I just was like getting feelers and who were people and, and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and honestly, what was cool about that event is, you know, we've been doing that. Well, this is, you know, yeah. Full two years now is I'm still really good friends with some of the speakers that were at that event. Uh They've done Mm -hmm. things on the wild ones. They actually, and our event coming up next week, wild wealth. We have two, I think, yeah, we have two of the people that I met at that event there. (laughs) So yeah, things kind of just started spiraling for me. I was working with, um, a new business coach. And she essentially kind of pushed me off the ledge to create an online retreat, something I had been wanting to do since I saw um, Jennifer McLean. Have you ever seen her Uh -uh. healing with the masters? No. (laughs) To me, she's like the OG of summits. I mean, I don't know. This was like way back in I don't know, years ago or something. Yeah. (laughs) A long time ago. But I remember seeing her back in the day and thinking, oh, I want to do that. It sounds so amazing. So I had a coach that kind of was like, okay, I have these amazing people that would be really good and I'm going to hook you up and it's time to come up with the name and what you're going to do. And it was just like this full on, it's time, push you off the ledge. So um, I'm curious, like what you think about the balance for you? Like to me, it sounds like 
the biggest part, if we're looking at this in terms of like running feminine energy or masculine energy, that the feminine when the receiving and trusting and surrendering, I mean, that takes a lot of faith. That's really Mm -hmm. hard to do. That is really scary. Um, when you have, especially when it's like related to your livelihood, um, and in some ways it doesn't look the same as action. It almost looks like you're not doing anything, mm-hmm. but you are, you're doing a major, <laughs> you're basically unclenching your fist and being like, okay, here I am going to receive, but there was still, it still sounds like running all that masculine energy was extremely helpful and you were still doing it. It's not like you, went fully the other way. It was a balance. It was, but I did really do more of that feminine energy and the receiving energy for probably a good three, four months before I actually started diving into our rewilding retreat and and kind of getting shifting more. I was really more just in the like morning pages every day and meditating an hour a day and like really just so having into myself. So during that three month time, which I'm sure felt like forever, I would for me, (laughs) because I feel like that's my biggest challenge with my business is not being like jumping on and like, if I don't know, like an offer or like in terms of like, if somebody asks me to do something and I like, I'm like immediately, oh yeah. And then I'm, I'm learning now to be like, okay, hold on, check in. What are you real? What's your gut feeling here? You know, that kind of thing. Or just knowing like, if I don't have, um, or let's, you know, what's really hard for me is if I have a lot of ideas, but I'm not getting a strong yes inside to do anything with them yet. Mm-hmm. it's like, ah, oh, but I have all these ideas. <laughs> so anyway, just things like that, like not acting on, not just generating um, is really challenging. You really have to have trust in yeah. yourself. So when you had that three, four months, were you not do- taking any outward action? It was all that inward action of just listening to yourself, slowing down all of that. Yep. Interesting. I love that. Yeah. That's really inspiring. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. just curious how you feel like that. It, does that difference still exist in your approach to the business as you continue to run it? Yeah, absolutely. I So right now we have two big events that happen every year and that's our rewilding retreat. And now we have our wild wealth activation, which is at the end of October here. So it's like our mm. second big event. And then in between, it's like that downtime where I do get to sit and mm. receive and just mm. be and come up with other ideas. And I always have like my list, my dream list, or I call it a brain dump. And I literally just like put ideas on it. And then um. sometimes I go back to it and I'm like, yeah, that actually does sound fun. I'm going to do that now, or just kind of leave it there or just leave it there. There's been stuff on that list forever and that's fine. It's yeah. fine with yeah. me, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. I love that. So and you, is this business the one that feels like it, because you were successful in your other businesses, but mm-hmm. how does this feel different to you? And is it, yeah, I'm just curious about that in terms of, um, 
I don't know. What does success like, even mean? But <laughs> or like sustainability. Yeah, like, sustainability. Does it give? Like, yeah. does it sustain you personally? Uh, like, not necessarily yeah. just financially, but like yep. feed you. All of it, and I think I think what I I mean, everybody's different, right? I think when I got into um, creating my business, you know, in the spiritual world of things, the self development of things, I think I, I felt like I had to be a coach. Like that's what people do. They're coaches get into it that way. way. What else are you going to do? And it never occurred to me that there could be another way, but quite Mm. honestly, what I'm actually doing with the wild ones is what I've been doing my whole life with profits, with other businesses is creating events, Yeah, (laughs) creating events and meeting new people. I love meeting new experts and connecting with people and learning about them and learning about their practices. And I mean, that's my like Gemini, like Yes, yeah. let me learn more. It's yeah. just, it's amazing. And there isn't a lot of spaces that, you know, as an expert, as a teacher or a coach or a leader that you can go to and really have this amazing community already built in and, you know, share your wisdom. Yeah, that is oh, true. Being able to have that for people. It's just, it's so cool. Yeah. Every time people leave the, you know, quote unquote, Zoom stage of the wild ones, I always get emails like, whoa, your people are amazing. That was so much fun. Cause this is what we do, right? This is what we love to do is just to get into this world of what else, what else is possible. I think that, yeah, that is just very inspiring in life. Even if you don't have a business, you know, even like that's true with creating anything. Let's say you want to have a partner. If you're, you know, you, it is really important to take action. You can't just like light a candle and do a spell or whatever your <laughs> practice is and then expect the person to show up. I mean, maybe, right. maybe that can happen. Um, but in general, you also have to leave your house. <laughs> like they're probably not going to knock oh, on the man. door. <laughs> I didn't think you were looking. Well, what I think is important about the practices, whether it's magical or spiritual or subconscious or any of that work or processes that we do, like they're really important to do. And then it's that, that being and that opening yes. and like yes. just noticing, okay, so I lit mm. the candle. I did the spell. Yeah. Now I'm going to notice who's coming into my life. Yes. Who, yeah. who are the, you know, who's triggering me? Who's not, am I getting a new reception of people? Or is there like this program that came into my life that I'm like, Oh, that actually makes sense. I yeah. actually do that and work on my emotional intelligence or whatever, whatever it is, yeah. right? It's like being yeah. open to what's coming in, which is and another very feminine way of approaching it. Totally. And I think that along the theme of this podcast too, is valuing those practices as much yeah. as the, yes. the outwardly more masculine energy so like you were saying before you were like oh i'm just doing this like taking a bath and journaling but i really should be doing this other thing but value once you started valuing that like no i'm gonna ground into this and value this that's when it all came together yeah. yeah. Um, well, unfortunately, we have to end, which is disappointing. But yeah. <laughs> we, as I told Jenner, the downside of this is this is hashtag real life, folks. Mm. The downside of BTS. having two parents as the podcast host is one of us has to leave to pick up a <laughs> child. So we are going to end it here. But we will have all of your info in the show notes. But if you want to just tell people real fast, also now where they can find you. 
Yeah. So right now, I think when you're dropping this, we have our wild wealth activation. Mm-hmm. It's a free eight day event. I'm so freaking excited about it. I have put so much heart into mm-hmm. it. We are going live every single day and on Instagram or where are you going to be live? Is it on Instagram or where? No, no, no. On zoom. You can oh, sign up zoom. with your, inside I'll the send membership you a link and they can sign up and got it. Put their info in and yep. And they will get an email right away. And Um, Yeah. So I'm going live every day with a practice and a lesson and a wealth activation. This is where we get like into that subconscious mind and shifting our beliefs and that kind of work. And then every night we have a couple experts that are coming on that are sharing their own journeys to wealth and what that really means and really just shifting the conversation around it too. I mean, Mm. yes, it's money, but yes, it's also lifestyle. It's who we are. It's, you know, where we live. It's who we surround ourselves with. I mean, there's so many different components to like feeling wealthy other than just being loaded with cash. (laughs) Although that's nice. I'll take being bloated with cash. Cash is great. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you again, Jenner. We really, I loved this conversation. back we hope you enjoyed it um okay so now it is time for the energy report (laughs) fun every time for me Mm, it's always new um uh, so yeah so this week you know there's a lot going on lbh okay let's be honest um i don't know if people use that but i wish they would because i use it and I'd like people to know what I was <laughs> saying when I said it. But um, there's a lot going on just astrologically. You know, there's an eclipse. Um, it's Sawin, um, which means that the veil is very thin right now between this world and and um, other worlds. Um, okay. So you mean like... <laughs> Like dead people, uh, the dead, the dead, sure, but also angels, fair, you know, like other realms. Magical. I guess people, fe- you know, witches, um, which by the way, we are having two witches on in the next few weeks. Um, but I think you, th- I should know this at this point, but I think Beltane is more fairy time and Sawin is more for the dead people for but the daddies for the daddies in the house say hey um <laughs> thought you were gonna back they me can... up there well i was trying to decide whether it'd be funnier to say nothing because they're on the other oh. side or... but then i couldn't communicate that i wasn't saying nothing <laughs> as opposed to just me not responding to you so okay. i'm glad we cleared that up yeah well when you have to explain a joke it's a good sign well in this case, I think it was necessary. <laughs> I um, <do> too. <laughs> so, point being that I, I will just say it is a good time if you are wanting to have connection to your ancestors who are no longer in a body. Um, it's a great time to have um, dedicate an altar to that, or just reach out via journaling or intention and always have intention when you do that kind of thing, like you would having boundaries with a person who is alive. Um, although traditionally, we don't want to set up an altar in terms of like manifestation or something like that for during a, a, 
in Eclipse. Because it's, um, well, I'm not an astrologer, but it's just a kind of a heavier time. It's like there's a lot of, it's a lot of energies happening. Um, okay. I don't, I do wonder that what. That are maybe counterproductive to manifestation. Uh, well, not necessarily, but yeah, it's just, it's an inward time, especially this one with the Scorpio season. I'm not, you know what, I should um, phone a friend, aka an astrologer <laughs> friend, and ask them what they think about that, because I'm not saying it well, but I just do know that. Okay. Um, But I do want to say that. I always say, throw it out, whatever information, if you feel really called to doing it. Like if you're like, oh, my God, I'm having a lot of inspiration and I want to set up like a little ultra space or something to manifest, then by all means, do it. Always go with your yeah. information. Um, yeah. But so in terms of the energy of the week, it feels crunchy to me how let me ask you something how has this month felt to you has it been more difficult than yeah is that yeah it's been hard yeah Yeah, it's been hard i uh, yeah i've been looking at october for a long time (laughs) as far as it being a difficult time and this week coming up has been the most of God has gotten my attention the most when I've looked oh, at boy. it earlier in the year, <laughs> but it's okay. You know, it's all in the name of good because it's all in the name of knowing ourselves better, clearing mm. out what isn't working, even though I'm not going to deny sometimes that's painful and not the funnest, but you know, even as things end or um, shift, underneath that there's a reason it's not just like oh i mean that's my belief anyway and i do want to caveat that by saying like i'm not trying to be like oh there's a reason for everything so if you know my dad died and you know my dad did die so i was using myself as an example (laughs) like oh well there's a reason i'm not trying to sugarcoat no that's not the right expression i'm not trying to put a lipstick on a pig Although pigs are cute, no, pigs we don't want to cute. say that. Why did you make that face? <laughs> I didn't. I it didn't feel like quite the right metaphor. I always think of lipstick on a pig as being uh, like dressing something up right. as to be nicer than it is. Yeah, not... that's what I was trying to say. I think, like, okay. like if there's, I'm not trying to like make your uh, troubles out to be something happy and joyous or like it's okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You get the point. (laughs) So at the same time, I do really believe that there's um, good underneath this, that that certainly this week. So let me explain what's happening, how I see it. So I'm basically, when I tune into it, feels like a lot of, honestly, like, like I said, crunchy, but also... Like the gears have stopped working in a mm. car, <laughs> like things are going. It's oh. like, oh, ah, ah, I can't move. <laughs> so it's okay because what we want to do instead of trying to resist it and like still trying to move the car, you know, put the pedal to the metal, so to speak. Yeah. When the car is wanting to move, relax, take a breath. And to me, it feels like a real week of 
clearing, clearing, and this could be clearing clutter. It could be what I think would be great would be to do a meditation where you see a vacuum at the bottom of your feet or grounding cord, clearing it out and filling up with light. So just breathing in lots of light, allowing what is um, this stuff coming in, you know, when I tune into it, this kind of crunchy energy, it's like, it feels to me like it could be inner critic stuff some more. And I feel like this has been a month of inner critic for a lot Mm -hmm. of people, including me. And I know you, like, I haven't felt inner critic stuff in years. And it's like, what? I'm suddenly hearing more inner critic stuff. Yeah. Not that I don't deal with self-doubt or whatever, but it's just not in that way, particular way. So anyway, um, that's what it feels like to me. Like it's old baggage where that it's just like, oh, I don't like this. It doesn't feel good. And it's not mine. Like uh, and speaking of ancestral healing, you could do a little practice where you imagine giving back the energy patterns that you don't want anymore. Like, for instance, criticism that you know you got from your mom, who maybe got from her mom, who got from her mom, you know, just handing back the energy to them. Would that work even if you couldn't identify the pattern? If you could, yes. could you just like give back whatever is theirs to them? Yes, you can just have the intention. You can do a little meditation, close your eyes, fill up with light, and then have the intention to say any of this energy that is not mine or that was handed to me as part of an ancestral working, I intend to give it back with love. So whoever, wherever it started, even whoever continued it can heal it. Okay. Because, and you're not being boundaryless or mean to do that. You're just saying like, look, this isn't mine. It's like if someone gave you a bag of, you know, dirty laundry and it's not, and you're just like, oh, I'm sorry. This isn't mine. You're not apologizing. I take that back. But you just say, let's go. This isn't mine. Okay. Um, (laughs) So it's not yours. And yeah, you may have had to work around it, but ultimately they will benefit by cleaning it. Right. And you will benefit by not having it in your space. So that's one thing you can do. But I would just say generally, you know, Again, if you sign up for my newsletter, you get a shocker clearing, and that is so helpful. You can, I'm sure there's like a million of them on YouTube. Also, um, I think Tess, my former co host, uh, also has one on her site. It's just what I do love mine because of the way that I do it. <laughs> I just obviously have a preference <laughs> for it, but um, I haven't done tests, so I'm not saying that. They all, I'm yeah. sure they're all great. I'm just saying, right. blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Find the one that they're resonates good. with you. That's, thank yeah. you. You said it. Um, So yeah, just really do it. I would just say be on top of self-care this week in terms of clearing out your space um, and in terms of listening to yourself. So if you're yeah. like, oh my God, all I want to do is sit here and, you know, binge watch Hallmark movies, <laughs> do it. Like, just let yourself Great. be where you are. <laughs> Meet yourself where you are. Um, but I do think it would be helpful to clear out your energy. And that could even include yeah. exercising. Like, if moving your moving your body can be a form of clearing your energy if you've been stuck in your head. It does move yeah. the energy. Yeah. 
So whatever that yep. means for you. Um, all right. If you have any questions for us, email us at getting to know woo at gmail.com. Please tell a friend. We forgot to say that in the beginning. If you like this mm. podcast, tell a friend, rate us on Apple Podcasts, star us on Spotify. We so appreciate it. We're like yeah. a little mom and pop shop over here. <laughs> and the more people notice, the more it can get attention for more people to find us which we closer we get to being walmart that's all we want people (laughs) (laughs) all right thank you everyone see you next time bye